This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. critic by trade and until recently I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame well I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you it's very simple if you stop going to bad movies they'll stop making bad movies if the movie used to be a TV show just don't go after Roman numeral 2 give it a rest if it's a remake of a classic rent the classic Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. If If the movie stinks, just don't go. You love me. You really love me. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Are you not entertained? <laughs> You're a big guy. You're a You're really funny. You're really funny. What do you mean I'm funny? It's, it's funny, you know. It's a good story. It's funny. You're a funny guy. What do you mean? You mean the way I talk? What? It's just, you know, you, it's, you're just funny. It's, it's funny, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. He's... Oh, oh, Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? Just... What? Just... You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> you mean... So? Man, let me understand this, because I don't... You know, maybe it's me. I'm a little f***ed up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... Do you know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Get the f*** out of here, Tommy. Okay. I almost had him. I almost had him. Stuttering, yeah, stuttering prick yet. Frankie, was he shaking? I wonder about you sometimes, Henry. You may fold under questioning. It's a good place for us to throw our ratings at Goodfellas here. Uh, Joseph, out of five stars, what are you giving it? Yep. So let's uh, let's do a breakdown real quick. So we've never done these one of these before. Um, we're gonna go on a star system, a one to, or actually, let's do zero to five stars because there's gonna be some <laughs> zero star movies out there. <laughs> sure. Um, 
This is our zero to five stars. We can even do partial stars if we want to to make it. Uh, whereas one being lowest, or actually zero being lowest, five being the highest possible. So if you give it a five, this is the best movie you've ever seen. This is a cinema classic. It goes down in history. Um, you know, you can watch it over and over and over and over and over again. And if it's a zero, it's what you make your worst enemy watch. There you go. All right. So on this movie, I'm going to give it a four and a half because I do think it is a cinematic masterpiece. I think it's very well shot, but there are a couple spots where I think that, you know, I don't want to say it can be improved, but I think it could have been done differently and also been good. Um, where if if it's a full five star, there's nothing I would I would even like consider changing whatsoever. Right. That's fair. So, all right, I guess I'll go next. Um, I'm going a little bit higher just because it is one of my all-time favorites. So I'm going 4.8. I got to go that high. I mean, I've never, I don't think I'll ever go at five. Um, there is actually one, it's a television series that I would put at five out of five, but we're not I'm getting curious. into that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Band of Brothers. That's, that's five out of five. Oh, probably. I thought you were going to say How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it, right, How I Met Your Mother. But uh, 4.8 because, I mean, it's also my emotional connection to it. I, I think that influences me. So, uh, but I, I, can, I can find very, very little wrong with this movie. So, that's mine. All right, I will uh, I'll cap it out with a 4.5. Okay. Um, one of the highest scores you're going to get from me on a movie. I mean, this movie uh, just killed it. It's, it's immensely watchable. Um, you know, it, it just, there's, it's just one of those films that when it's on, you can't look away. It's so well-crafted. It's just amazingly shot and edited, and Scorsese is a genius. So, yeah, four and a half out of five stars, good fellas. Yep. Nice. Do you have a, a five-star TV show, Eric? A five-star TV show. Since Doug had one? No, because I like bad TV shows, man. <laughs> oh, no, I've, I've got a five-star TV show. Best TV show I've ever seen wouldn't change a thing. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That is that is a phenomenal show. I'll give you that. I can respect that. I can respect that rating. Um, definitely with that one. Yeah. Also, it's the longest running live action comedy show in TV history. Yeah. It even surpassed Seinfeld. We got a city blowing up, and you guys are not giving me any. We're blocking the bridges, the roads. Yes, we're wondering where to go. The Ghostbusters are here, Mr. Mayor. The Ghostbusters. Okay, the Ghostbusters. Hey, where's this pack? I am Walter Peck, sir, and I'm prepared to make a full report. These men are consummate snowball artists. They use sense and nerve gases to induce hallucinations. People think they're seeing ghosts. And they call these bozos who conveniently show up to deal with the problem with a fake electronic light show. Everything was fine with our system until the power grid was shut off by Dickless here. They caused an explosion. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Let's go through our ratings for Ghostbusters. Let's start with you, and Joe. Just to refresh people on how our ratings work, we go on a scale of 0 to 5, with 0 being something you would actually refer to your worst enemy, but not to anyone else you care about. Uh, 1 being, ah, fuck it, this movie sucked. I'm not, I don't even want to deal with the stupid shit anymore. Two being, eh, it was a movie. Three is more like it was. It was okay. I mean, I can watch it. It 
don't really affect me. Four being that was a pretty damn good movie. Huh? I think I'll probably watch that again or recommend it to somebody. And then five being your best movie ever. Um, and then you can, you know, decimal point it wherever you want in there. All right, well, Joe, right, you're so, up first, man. I'm uh, first. I'm gonna give this. I'll give it a four point four. Just because I thought it was a great movie, but it's not gonna break my top movies. <clears throat> That's a respectable rating. Uh, I'm going in now. Our, our last episode, we did Goodfellas. I gave Goodfellas a 4.5. Because that's pretty close. I think close. I did also. Yeah, it's pretty close to a masterpiece. I don't know if I could give any movie a 5. Um, I got one I think I'm going to eventually. Yeah. I'll save that. I mean, a 5 is, is tough. A 5 is... You could find no fault in it at all. I could definitely find fault in Ghostbusters... And I'm trying to look at it objectively. I mean, it means a lot to me, um, you know, as a as a fan and from childhood. So with that in mind, I would give Ghostbusters, I think, the same rating as you, like a 4.4. 4, um, because I think as a film, if I'm being fair, it's, it's not a Goodfellas. You know, yeah. it definitely has... Um, some some issues but as far as like pacing and comedy and being groundbreaking and all that stuff i mean it, it scores major points so yeah i'm at a 4.4 4. i think it what it's awesome the improvisation is awesome but it could have you know been better if they would have stayed a little bit to somewhat of a script if that makes sense ah, i don't know I, I think their their skill at ad lib and improvisation made it work I think but, it was. That's why I gave it the four point four. But I mean, yeah. I think like if there was more structure, it could have possibly. But then again, I don't know. It's, I'm not, not. It's not my job to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Doug? All right. So the way I'm looking at this rating system for me, on a personal level, is, I mean, I, I gave Goodfellas a four point eight because it's you know it's in my top ten of, or even maybe even top five. Um, all-time movies so again I, I agree that getting a five is extremely difficult but i did 4.8 on that one but i also need to categorize them i can't that's apples and oranges trying to look yeah. at ghostbusters and rate it compared to goodfellas so i got to look at it in the in the comedy genre and it's definitely in my top 10 but it's not close to my top five as far as comedies go so i mean i'm looking at a 4.2 with this one there is a lot of sentimentality for me, obviously, because, you know, I, I was I saw it in the theaters, but I can't let that sway how I feel about it. I mean, it made me laugh out loud watching it again, but not side splitting. And maybe that's because I knew the jokes were coming because I've seen it so many times. But yeah, four point two for me on this one. Solid grades. So this is definitely a movie we're going to recommend to people, and we could rewatch it as many times as we want. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'll watch this. It movie loses over nothing. And over. It loses nothing over time, and that in and of itself deserves a high rating. Great. Sweet. I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left, no reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this 
six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. What do we do? He's been here once tonight. I think he'll come back. I'm going to wait for him. I still think I should notify the radio and television. No. If you do that, they'll see him on every street corner. They'll look for him in every house. Just tell your men to keep their mouths shut and their eyes open. I'll check back in an hour. So, what was your favorite, or what was the scariest Michael Myers moment for you? Uh, for me, it is that scene with that they use the dimmer. I mean, that that was it. When he appears like that, I thought it was a great film technique. And it, I again, that's one scene I remember scaring the crap out of me in the theater. Like that scene got me. You know, you think it's over. You kind of convinced it's over because remember back then. See, now it's such a trope that you yeah. know the killer's not dead. It wasn't that much of one back then. So you really kind of hoped, you know, maybe this is it. And then you see his face standing there. So that that totally tripped me out. I think for me, early on in the film, after Laurie leaves the key in front of the Myers house, and she's walking away, but the camera doesn't follow her, and you see his shoulder come into the shot. He's just yeah, watching her walk too. away. That's There's definitely something cool. really like eerie about that that scene yeah. in particular for me yep yeah for me it would be uh um when he when when he's trying to get in the closet um it's just such a raw thing like he's just like yeah. straight up yeah. breaking shit trying yeah. to find a way to get in that is my most like mike myers like scary moment but completely going back to the very beginning watching the uh the uh the inmates or whatever the people walking around in the rain right. in this field yeah. that to me is the creepiest yep. part of yeah. the whole movie now um, I have a hard time pinpointing the exact scene but it's definitely in the love guru <laughs> that's my that's my scariest Mike Myers moment I'm gonna go with yes. the cat in the hat Very good. That's mine. that was the scariest Mike Myers that's moment true. to me the cat in the hat that is kind of creepy oh, sorry I set that entire thing up so I could do that shitty joke yeah. <laughs> It was worth it. Is it all right, it. baby? Is it Randy, Randy? <laughs> do I do I make you Randy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's move on to our uh, ratings for this movie, guys. All right. Who who wants to do the rating breakdown system, Doug? All right. So we work on a system of one to five. It can be incremental, uh, in between. Uh, so, it, you know, you can give something a 3.5 or a 4.5 or a 4.8. Um, you know, zero, you can give it a zero if it's the worst movie you've ever seen. Uh, we know that's going to be rare, but you never know. Um, and then we work up from one, two, three, four, and five. Five being the perfect movie. Um, we've previously discussed that, you know, that might never happen. Um, you know, each of us have our favorite movies and that could uh, but we are going to keep track of these things and, you know, we want to use it as a way to sort of help you decide, uh, you know, how you might feel about it if you haven't seen it and then uh, give it a shot. 
So um, uh, let's go with our guest. Do you want to? You want to, uh, Tony? Do you want to give us what your rating is? Sure. I think um, uh, knowing what the budget was and, and, and knowing that it was early slasher, um, a lot of new things were were coming in play, like the the POV type stuff, um, using new technology. I guess you know, like whatever it was called, like the panaglider or whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, and, and and even with all of its flaws. Um, I still have to give it like a solid four, I think, for me. Okay. Um, All right. It's not obviously. It's far from being the perfect scary movie. I feel like the 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 kill count was low. I think they should have probably done a little better at that. Um, but overall, like like the big picture, it is still like a great great classic movie that I think any like, I think everybody should watch it. You know. Yep. All right, Eric, what do you got? I'm inclined to agree with Tony. Um, I was I was a little hard on this movie, um, but I absolutely adore it. I think it laid the groundwork for so much about what we love in horror. And when you see a horror movie, a modern one, do things right, it's usually because they're copying this movie. I mean, it's just it's a, a wonderful blueprint. So I would give this movie a four out of five as well um you know it's easy to pick apart and there is a lot of continuity stuff going on and there's a lot of budget stuff going on but they really uh like it just doesn't feel like the halloween season without this movie i'll put it that way yep i get it absolutely uh joe what do you got all right so for me it's a hard sell in the first place because i'm not a fan of horror movies typically it's not just it's just not my genre so it's always going to be harder for me to give a higher score to a horror movie as a disclaimer in general sure um with that being said there are horror movies that i would put you know in the higher four range just because i think they're movies that i really really got down with um like for example like a movie like cabin in the woods where it had that twist that's going to get a much higher grade for me just because there's there's a lot more going on um but with this movie it is a classic they did a lot for the budget they had and they did a lot with what they had going against them as far as what they had set up the setting to be um and for that reason because and because of the fact that i think it's good but i'm not likely to rewatch it anytime soon i'm giving it a three okay i respect that definitely uh for me it's again i got to go back to the sentimental value of it um i did do a lot of trashing of it during this uh, narration but it does hold a place in my heart uh personally and as you know a leader in the genre i agree with eric in that it, it means it means so much to a lot of people john carpenter to me is one of the masters so i could never disrespect that man this was one of his early works um, so, I mean, I've got to, you know, I would be inclined to give it a four, but I'm going to go like 4.2 because I am adding my sentimental uh, feelings to the movie. Fair enough. So I got a 4.2. Yeah, I think that's what makes this grading system so good is that like when people start to identify with one of us with what we typically like, it's going to help them to like, you know, stay more with, with the person that who they connect yes. the best with. Agreed. And a Japanese doctor says, Rady, you have Ed Zachary disease. And the lady goes, 
Oh, no, exactly disease. What does it mean? And the doctor says, it means your face rook exactly like your ass. Get it? Your face rook exactly like your ass. <laughs> Who thinks this shit up, huh? Point is that all these gators ever do is talk trash. Then when they lose, you don't hear a peep out of them. Well, I'm a gator fan, and I'm talking to you right now, so what's your problem? You said we don't have the guts to call, and I'm calling. These guys need a hobby. I absolutely love this movie, even though it's a bad movie. It's one of those bad movies I love. Everybody has those in, in, yeah. in their movie library, <laughs> mental yeah. movie library. Is this? So Definitely. Let's, let's, uh, let's go to our grades. Okay. So, once again, our grading system is a zero to five. Zero being terrible, five being amazing. Um, I'll save mine for last. Which okay. one of you guys wants to go first? I'll go. Um, I am going to plant this almost right in the middle. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Uh, just because of the pedigree of you know, the writer, the director, and the cast. They did the best they could, especially the cast. They did the best they could with uh what they were offered so yep i'm planting myself right there at, at a three all right that's a good score better than i expected yeah <laughs> well the thing is like i enjoyed this movie you know it it wasn't i wouldn't even call it a bad movie um it was just like i'm dizzy right now thinking about the plot um it was like it was just like '90s crash, you know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah. There's a lot going it's on. It's a mad, mad world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm well, gonna it give. It tried this movie, to be that. <laughs> it, it definitely tried, but it was funny. I mean, it. Like you said, the deadpan humor and, you know, the star-studded cast. I mean, there it had a lot going for it. I'm gonna give it a. Two point nine. Okay. All right. Just so slightly under the three mark. Yeah. Um, listen, there's Joe. There's plenty of movies out there that are way, way stinkier bad. So yeah, you know. Well, it, one of the movies yeah. I heard this movie compared to is Doctor Strangelove. Um, okay. Well, all the I way down to the bomb scene at the end where he's riding the bomb. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. That's fine. Doctor Strangelove is one of my favorites, so I. I I wouldn't dare insult that movie. No. <laughs> to this well, I did hear that comparison. Somewhere. No, I get it. I mean, story-wise, yes, on a very, very limited scale, it has some plot points and some references that might link together. But yeah, yeah. All right, so I absolutely love this movie. I always have since I first saw it. I've watched this movie. I don't even know how many times, and I'm never bored. So, like, that's for me. That's that's like what makes a movie for me is if I can watch the movie over and over and over and not be like, and not be like, ah, I'm done with this movie. Like I've like to watch this movie like eight times this week. <laughs> like, <laughs> like every time, like, ah, the Gator fans. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, that being said, I do understand though, this is not a cinematic masterpiece. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not blind to that fact. And it's not a very well thought out plot. Right. It does have a bunch of, like, bad jokes um, that, you know, if you don't get the joke or you don't like that joke or it's not your style of humor, it's not going to hit. And so all that I understand and I will concede to. 
As far as the score, though, I'm giving this a four just because I love it so much. And that's like me holding back because I want to give it a higher score, but I know I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I shouldn't, but I want to so bad. I can respect that completely, though. I can. Um, I mean, you know, some of my scores from earlier movies were definitely bumped up a notch or two because of sentimental reasons or whatever. So, I, I yeah. no, I respect that score from you. I get it. Now, I am giving the Banyan Tree a five. <laughs> for trees like if we're grading trees it's getting a five you. on my tree list i can help you there and agree with you you know it's after cool seeing it now tree. that's a cool freaking tree well yeah man i could hear all the nostalgia in your voices you talked about this movie yes. and all these places that you you know you have this emotional connection to i totally get it man yep yeah like this this was like where i grew up like this is like my shit like i'm like i yeah. know every location in this movie like i've yeah. been to every location in this movie no that does make it very uh, cool so i totally respect totally respect the score absolutely yeah um, I don't even remember what I was going to say next. Uh, Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is there um, another plot thread that we didn't go over? No, please no. Oh yeah, you, you missed you missed the entire Gator scene where they like played the football game. Oh god. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite quote from the movie, though? Well, my favorite quote from the movie is definitely that that airport scene uh, that you play for me. That, yeah, that got I gotta a say, big chuckle out of me. Which like, are you going to help me? You're just going to sit there and be a big, stupid asshole. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that definitely rose above the base, you know, double entendre humor that they were trying for the rest of the flick. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, so, yeah, I, I got to agree with Eric. I think that was, that was the high point comically for that movie. It's because I love that one too, but it's, it, I also like the fart on your entree line. Yeah, yeah I mean good. that's perfectly delivered by Dennis Farina, and, or, a, and a lot of the lines from um, Janine Garofalo. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, Janine Garofalo. The yeah. like, uh, so I'm kind of busy holding my dick and all. <laughs> right. I mean, there's some fun. There's definitely some solid funny in this. But movie. also, like, the whole Bruce thing. It's got a girl. She's in a bikini. She has yeah. big tits. <laughs> I mean, she has big. Tit. It's like yeah. the way he says it. Or got room for a third. I mean, there's just I can't. I'm, there's yeah. too many. Do you I know can't. he played he played the doctor in Office Space that croaks in the beginning. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. That's him. I forgot about that. You yeah. know what this movie reminds me of? There's movies that I love to that that I think are in the same vein, like '90s comedies that weren't yeah. generally like well received, but I saw them at the right time. So, right. like uh, a good example for me is Almost Heroes with Chris Farley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that wasn't you know considered one of his his best movies, but I saw it with my cousin at the right time, and we thought it was so funny, just yeah. the one liners that we would take a, a handheld tape recorder and just record them and play them over and over again. So it's <laughs> you know I, I I can yeah I can definitely get on board with why this movie gives you you know the warm fuzzies and it and it was funny it was definitely funny, um, so. Yeah. So I think this boils down to like, if if you like this movie, you're a fan of movies that are quotable but not necessarily plot driven. Right. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like like a movie like another one I'd, I'd put similar to is like How High. I love How High. Yeah. It's so yeah, yeah. quotable, but the plot is fucking a piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like uh, any movie with Norm Macdonald in it. Oh, right. God, yeah. Right. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't, I don't care if a movie has zero type of like sensical plot as long as there's good quotes in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's like it's the equivalent also of like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It like it's not about the plot; it's about like 
what's going like the random shit that's going on. Like right. I love random ridiculous shit. I love absurd absurdity. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the word absurdism. Well, that that sums up this the plot of this movie. I so I get yeah. it. Yep. It's ridiculous and absurd and has no reason to have ever existed, yet it did. Yeah. Yep. Why are you doing this? Why? Isn't the universe big enough for both of us? (laughs) What is wrong with you people? We could work together. Why be enemies? Because we're different? Is that why? Think of the things that we could do. Think how strong we would be. Earth and Mars. nothing that we could not accomplish think about it think about it why destroy when you can create we can have it all or we can smash it all why can't we out little people why can't we all just get along so we got some ratings to talk about here um (laughs) (laughs) we'll, we'll we'll go with joe joe what do you got here what do you think all right, I do enjoy this movie quite a bit, and uh, I'm always a fan of of Tim Burton. And I actually am one of the few people who wasn't confused when I said Planet of the Apes is a good movie. <laughs> so, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually look quite like Planet of the Apes. I thought that's one of those movies I really like a lot. Yeah, but you like Big Trouble too. <laughs> I do. Thank you. And that was my throwback with a Pat Buchanan. I wasn't confused. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, I knew that. I knew that was your throwback. Exactly. So, so w- this movie with its cast, with its crazy, just random absurdity, um, you know, it's going to be something. I it's going to be up my alley. Um, yeah. It doesn't have the rewatchability to me that no. Big Trouble has. I I will rewatch it, but it's not like every time it's on. Yep. Um, I'd probably put this at like. A 3.2. Okay. No, that's respectable. I get it. And I don't disagree with your with your critique on it. It's not um, amazing, but I'll watch yeah. it. It's definitely not a rewatch. It's not and something people, that if it's on, I'm not going to stop. So, And if you um, haven't watched it, I would definitely suggest it to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think overall it's a well, it, it's a well put together movie. He, he does, Burton does what he needs to do. You know, there's enough fresh jokes in it. There's enough yeah. subversive humor in it to keep you entertained throughout. But, you know, yeah, it's not close to the best movie you're going to watch. Definitely. I, I made all my kids watch it yesterday. Cool. They enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. The part they laughed the hardest at was when the music came on. The ooh, and the alien heads yeah. blown up. <laughs> That's great. All right. So, Eric, what do you got? 
This movie is a tapestry of nightmares. <laughs> um, and it no. came out before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, uh, I dig elements of this movie. Like, I like the throwback sci-fi 50s homage-ness that it's got going on. Um, it's just such a weird movie, and not in a Tim Burton-y way, in a, like, why does this exist <laughs> kind of yeah. way. Yeah, I get it. Um, I would give this movie a three, because there, there's enough redeeming qualities in it. Um, some of it was really funny. I mean, it, it it's a genuinely funny flick. Um, yeah, 3.0, so it does rank for me better than the last movie. Uh, right. Just by hair that we that yep. we got into, uh, yeah. I don't. I can't see myself watching this thing again uh, unless it's like to prove a point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Movie like that you rated Man, this one yeah. higher, but they don't even have a line like "you stupid fat asshole." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, and again, I can respect that rating because I and, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying. Um, I, I I've already said it, but. I mean, I'll say it again. Yeah, it's not a movie I'm going to stop at. Well, put it this way. If I happen to be switching channels and Tom Jones is on, that shit's staying. From that point forward, I'll watch the movie just for TJ, okay? Um, and that's also going to influence my score a bit. But I completely get it. It's, you're right, Eric. It's very un-Tim Burton-like because Tim Burton always offers that magic. There's no other word for it. You know what I mean? He's got a, he builds magic into his yeah. into the worlds that he creates. And this was as crazy as it wasn't Martians attacking, it was much more straightforward. Yeah. Um I totally dug the Martian sense of humor and the trolling. I I, I absolutely love that. And it's something that I didn't remember um because I haven't watched the movie in a while until, you know, I prepped for the show. So I completely dug that subversive sense of humor, that that dark just black humor <laughs> and the way they the way they messed with us um that said if i wasn't a tom jones fan it probably would be a three but i'm gonna bump it up three full decimals to a 3.3 wow <laughs> okay i wonder if tom jones had like a spike in sales that year after this movie no see that's where you you don't understand tom jones enough he doesn't need a spike he is perpetually spiked no, no, no I'm just seriously. If, if like after the, because like I remember after this movie came out, I went and got some Tom Jones records because like I was like, oh shit, this yeah, guy fucking knows I agree. Shit. He probably found a younger audience. Uh, he definitely found a younger audience after that. I mean, because you know, look, I know Tom Jones from when I was a kid because like my mom and my aunt would go to Tom Jones concerts and you know they'd throw underwear up on stage. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I don't know how that guy like looking at him got. Yeah. It got women so in the mood. No, it was him and him and my mom was actually an Engelbert Humperdinck fan. They were like competing. <laughs> he was like Engelbert was like the the he was like he could never catch up to Tom Jones. He was always a little behind him. But my mom was an Engelbert fan, but she loved Tom Jones too. So I mean, I grew up hearing that music in my house all the time, and I just dig the dude. I dig his charisma. I, I just dig his vibe. So yeah, so three point three. That's mine. All right. Oh, Quick question: yeah. Why are these aliens so horny if they don't have any genitalia? <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> it's a lot of pent up energy. But you're right. On the surface, that's a valid question. Because yeah, what, what the hell's going on? You know, just food for thought. As we, yeah. Why are they wearing underwear if they have no genitalia? True. 
Well, they Good don't point. Have, they may have uh, assholes. You gotta cover. <laughs> it's true. Well, they are it's assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Very well said. Give me, give me a tab. Tab? I can't give you a tab unless you order something. All right, give me a Pepsi free. You want a Pepsi, pal? You're gonna pay for it. Look, just give me something without any sugar in it, okay? Something without sugar. Hey, McFly! What do you think you're doing? Beth. Hey, I'm talking to you, McFly, you Irish bug. Oh, hey, Biff. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Yeah, you got my homework finished, McFly? Uh... Well, actually, I figured since it wasn't due till Monday. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey, think, McFly. Think. I gotta have time to recopy it. You realize what would happen if I hand in my homework and your handwriting? I'd get kicked out of school. You wouldn't want that to happen, would you? Would you? Well, now, of course not. No, I wouldn't no. want that to happen. So what are you looking at, butthead? Hey, Biff, get over this guy's life preserver. Dork thinks he's gonna drown. Yeah. So, uh, how about my homework, McFly? Uh, okay, Biff. Well, I'll, uh, I'll finish that on up tonight, and then I'll, uh, bring it over first thing tomorrow morning. Okay, not too early. I sleep in Sundays. Oh, mm -hmm. McFly, your shoes untied! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Don't be so gullible, McFly! Okay. I don't want to see you in here okay. again. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. <laughs> What? You're George McFly. Yeah, who are you? Say, what do you let those boys push you around like that for? Well, they're bigger than me. Stand tall, boy. Have some respect for yourself. Don't you know if you let people walk over you now, they'll be walking over you for the rest of your life. Look at me. You think I'm going to spend the rest of my life in this slop house? Watch it, Goldie. No, sir. I'm going to make something of myself. I'm going to night school. And one day, I'm going to be somebody. That's right. He's going to be mayor. Yeah, I'm going to... Mayor. Now that's a good idea. I could run for mayor. A colored mayor, that'll be the day. You wait and see, Mr. Carruthers. I will be mayor. I'll be the most powerful man in Hill Valley, and I'm gonna clean up this town. Good. You can start by sweeping the floor. Mayor Goldie Wilson. I like the sound of that. So Joe, now we're at the at the point where we shoot our ratings off. I'm gonna save mine for last. Okay. Where do you rank Back to the Future? This movie did play a uh, vital role in my upbringing. I've watched it a lot. Been obsessed with DeLoreans forever. Um, loved the ride growing up at Universal Studios, which is now for some reason an ungodly Simpsons ride. We already <laughs> proved. Once uh, before that, it wasn't a good idea to let Dan Castellaneta be any part of Back to the Future with the animated series. So <laughs> we didn't need him taking over as the Simpsons in place of the awesome ride. Um, I really enjoy all the actors in this movie. I enjoy all of everything that happens. The mostly attention to detail, and I do like your your theories upon how like you know the the paradoxes can be affecting some of the loopholes. Um, that kind of answered a lot of questions I had. 
Uh, I'm going to give this movie a solid 4.8. Ooh, I like it. I, I really like this movie. I think and that's your highest score so far. I think it's just tied with Goodfellas. Okay, yeah. Well, for me, it's everything Joe just said. Um, you know, I saw it in a the theater. Loved it. I, I can't remember, but we probably went back and saw it two or three times in the theater. Um, and then when it came out on VHS, we wore that tape out. I mean, you know, so it was a big part of my early adulthood. Um, and it's been a part since my youngest son. Um, I think I mentioned to you guys in the chat. You know, he, he got into this when he was eight. He's 21 now, and it's still probably his favorite movie, the whole series. You know, he, he's, he's worn out his DVDs and, and now has streamed it quite a few times because he just digs it. It's, it means a lot to him. So um, I am going to land exactly where Joe did at a 4.8. Um, I don't know that I can find anything wrong with it. But, again, to get to a 5 out of 5 is, is hard for anything. Um, yeah. So, you know, but it's, I mean, really quick, another piece of trivia that I found that you guys probably found is the fact that at a film school, I don't know what school, what university in in California, after this movie came out, this script was taught as as a class, and it was called The Perfect Script. Yep. um, Because it is considered that by by filmmakers the world over. Um, The script is flawless there's continuity issues and things that we made fun of and that happens to the best movies as well as the worst movies but yeah 4.8 for it doesn't me. take away from this movie though. no exactly it doesn't it, it 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 honestly in most cases it lends to the comedic value uh, of of the 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 scenes so yeah. it's all good i mean there's nothing wrong there's zero wrong with this flick it's one of my favorites of all time all right so lay it on us eric Oh, I was waiting for your rating. I said a four point eight. I'm sorry. He's oh. the same as me. Yeah, 4. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I might. Yeah, I should have ended, but yeah, a, a four point eight definitely. Okay. Hey. Yeah, I I'm lockstep with you guys. Like this, this movie is was such a big deal for me. It sort of like encapsulated uh, my childhood and and um, like what what cool was to me. It was it was like the character Marty McFly in a lot of ways. Um, even now, like I still follow these these actors and stuff, just predicated on how much I love this thing. Yeah. And you know, Michael J. Fox and his foundation and the work he does now, and um, yeah, it's just the movie has always meant a lot to me. I've always found it to be one of those things that's like immensely watchable. Um, you know, that that term gets thrown around a, a lot with us, like oh, if it's on, it's on. Like I'm not changing the yep. channel. Yep. This is like the king of that for me. Um, I'll stop whatever I'm doing to watch this movie. Um, so, yeah, with that said, I I got to give this movie only because as a rule, I think I said I'm not going to give any movie a 5.0. Um, or if I do, this would be as close to it as I get. I'm going to give it a 4.9 just to, to stay true to that. Makes sense. Um, but it, it might as well be a 5.0 for me. Totally get it. I absolutely totally get it. And just a couple of things you brought up about Michael J. Fox's foundation, going back to that back-in-time documentary on Netflix. 
there's a huge there's a, a large part of that doc a that a huge huge there's a large part of that documentary that that talks about his foundation and the fans and what they the fans of the movie and what they've done to contribute to to uh and 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 help his foundation for parkinson's um so eric you would really enjoy it it's worth it's an hour and a half long i'm telling you when you get it yeah when you get absolutely the time, sit down it's on net it's is it on netflix i didn't watch it on netflix I watched it oh, on I'll YouTube TV. It. I'll find it. Yeah, but find I've watched it. it before, but I can't remember where I watched it at. Yeah, it was on YouTube TV, but um, it, or Netflix, whatever. Just find it. It's. I think it's it was well on Netflix when it. I watched yeah. it originally. Well worth it. So anyway, so I, I totally respect your your rating. It's it's, yeah, it's a flawless movie. breakfast I'm not in the mood what are you looking at oh the silent majesty of a winter's morn the clean cool chill of the holiday air and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer shitter was full ah yeah you checked our shitters honey Clark please he doesn't know any better. He ought to know it's illegal. It's a storm sewer. If it fills with gas, I pity the person who lights a match within 10 yards of it. so that is it for christmas vacation yeah <coughs> yeah just a fun flick man just uh, like i said doesn't feel like this time of year without it dumb fun can't beat that dumb fun so i don't know uh you want to jump right into ratings yeah sure any final thoughts on this one uh yeah you summed it up i mean dumb fun yeah. it, it's it's a it's a tradition you know it, it holds up i'll go first with the ratings and tie it in i mean it it holds up well for me you know the, the, there's really nothing in it that isn't still funny to me to this day so i mean that's definitely a, a telltale sign of a, of a good you know a movie with legs so um you know it is something that in one form or another we'll watch every year i'll it, it either flipping channels and i see it or you know pop it in you know the blu-ray and watch it or whatever um it you know it means a lot to me so um Again, based on the way I categorize my ratings by genre, so as Christmas movies and comedies, this is definitely up there. But I, I mean, I will give it a solid four out of five because it, it it fits that bill. It's it's a rewatchable movie for me every year. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with you for all the same reasons. Um, 
I think I would go in at like a 3.8 mm-hmm. out of 5. Um, just because the only strike against it I have at this point, and it's, it's a me problem, I've seen this movie so many times. Yeah. It's a good thing and a bad thing. You need um, to take a vacation from it, ha ha ha, and then pick it up in a couple of years, and it'll it'll you know come. No, back but away. it's true. You know, when you fall into that, there's certain movies where it doesn't matter, I guess. But there are yeah. some where, when you know every line and when it's coming, right. you do need to to step away. So, I'm at that point with it with this movie where it's like you know, it's like I don't know. But I, I still love it, and yeah, I think a three point eight is still a solid rating for it. That's it's it's still funny, um, and I find new things about it that that are funny that maybe I didn't catch, you know, when I was ten years younger than I am now, and so on and so forth. So yep, yeah, yeah I'm I'm kind of more with you guys. It's it's a good movie. It's got a high rewatchability factor to it. Um, there's some continuity stuff I'd like cleaned up, but. You know, it is what it is for being the 80s. And, you know, there's some corny parts that I don't personally find necessary, but I get what they were doing. Uh, when it comes to Christmas movies, though, I mean, it's definitely something you want to want to watch, but it's not, it's the, probably not even in my top five Christmas movies. So I, I'm i going to go a little lower on it and give it a 3.5, probably. Mm-hmm. That works. That's why we that's watch the movies, movie. and that's why we talk about them, you know? Yeah. Listen, um, it's no jingle all the way. It's, it's no Bad Santa. Oh, I hate that movie. <laughs> Which one, Bad Santa or Jingle All the Way? Jingle All the Way. I love that movie that's because it's the worst movie. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm going with a Bad Santa or an Eight Crazy Nights, which isn't even a Christmas movie. It's a Hanukkah movie, but it takes place during Christmas. Yeah, yeah that still counts. I, that still I counts. can't stomach that one either. I'm not oh, a big Adam it. Sandler fan, so... See, I, I grew up... See, your Saturday Night Live probably was, you know, Belushi and Chevy Chase. My Saturday Night Live was Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler and David Spade. Yeah, well, I, I, I love two out of those three. <laughs> but I don't... You know, here's the thing. I don't, I don't dislike... I don't dislike Sandler. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of his movies that I still love. Oh, there's a lot I, of them I hate, too, You though. know, but I just... Like, I, Grown Ups I, is trash, but, like... Billy Madison's amazing. Well, no, exactly. So, you know, the older stuff, definitely. Yeah. You know, yeah. is still Eight there Crazy for Nights me. falls right in the middle. Yeah. Me. But I don't know. I See, here's the thing, too, real quick. I'm not as... You're, you're a huge animation fan where I'm yeah. not. And, I, I and that has a lot to do with like it Filthy me. animation. Right. Um, where, like, the guys in the thing... Oh, I went down the hill, and then the reindeer. He's covered in shit because of the porta potty, and then the reindeers lick him clean, and they have shit in their teeth. That makes me fucking die laughing. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's so yeah. shitty humor. Yeah, pun literally. Literally shitty humor. So. Like, like I've been like, um, I rewatched all of Big Mouth again when the new season came out, and I just love that show. Yeah, that is a good one, man. Yeah. Well, Doug, I tell you why I like Jingle All the Way because it's it's such a terrible movie, and towards the end of it there's literally a moment where this little boy's father is an austrian bodybuilder right (laughs) (laughs) and the only austrian bodybuilder in this small town where they live and he's dressed up like the kid's favorite superhero at the end of the movie but he's got a sort of mask on kinda that covers it's basically sunglasses 
and this kid has no idea it's his dad, right? Which <laughs> which is bonkers. Yeah. But then he's mic'd up too, so then he talks to his kid and he goes, Jamie. And still this kid <laughs> has no idea that it's his dad. He's just like, it's Turbo Man. He knows my name. Oh, like, man. These are the reasons why I love that movie so much. No, I get it's, it. It's like yep. mystery science theater, you know? Here's what we need to know. What what side of the elf line do you fall on? Oh, I love elf. I love elf. I hate elf. See, that's top five for me. No, that's a garbage movie for me. No, that's top five for <laughs> me. That's one of the two Will Ferrell movies I can't stomach. That and the stupid soccer one. Oh, no, the soccer one's awful. I mean, that's a horrible Elf movie. falls into the same category as that for me. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't See, know. I like Elf because it's it's like a love letter to Rankin Bass, like those old, you know, stop motion yeah. movies. Yeah, no. Yes. Um, no, because no, those are terrible movies. Like, and, and I mean terrible in the best way. Like the old Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, yeah, you don't like See, those, those I like because they're, like, they're so messed up. <laughs> like. They oh, are that's, like, there's some dark shit in there. That yeah, movie scared dark. the shit out of me as a kid. Now you got to rem- obviously, I saw that like as a kid. It scared the shit out of me every year, but I I could not watch it. I had to watch it every year. But See, yeah, that's me, a Elf messed up. That's a corny. messed up show, man. Like I relate to that. Doug. <laughs> Ask me what the scariest movie in the world is, and I'm going to tell you it's E.T. the Extraterrestrial. <laughs> Because I saw it when yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, I feel like we had this discussion. Oh, no, was that Tony that we had the discussion with about riding the ride at Universal Studios? Yeah, uh, he's 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 afraid of E.T. too, which is incredible to me. I rode like, that you, ride. Like You could you could uh, put your name in, and they'd be like, Hey, phone home, Eric. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, but they didn't tell me that that was going to happen, Joe. So I oh, went on this ride. Man. The park was closing, okay? I'm with oh. my, my older cousin who tormented me throughout childhood about this et thing <laughs> he takes me on a ride against my better judgment and there's no one in there it's empty so we're walking through what's essentially the goddamn forest yeah i love the queue for that the queue for that ride was the best no sp- the spookier than anything i've ever seen in my life <laughs> oh i loved it we make our way through that nightmare maze and end up in a line and a lady says hey what's your name and say my name and then we get on a bicycle and E.T.'s on the bicycle with me, in front of oh, you me. You got on a quadcycle. Yeah, he's in a milk crate. And yep. I'm leaning back as far as I can in this seat because I don't want to be near it. <laughs> we go on this fucking nightmare journey through the sky. We end up on his planet with baby E.T.'s. I felt like I was on an acid trip, okay? And then at the end of this terrifying ride, he's waiting for me at the end. And he says, do you know what he says, Joe? He says, Eric. Yeah. Now, I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> so I thought I was, like, crossing over to the other side. Like, oh, that's See, great. me and my, because we used to go on, like, all of our school field trips there. Um, I mean, I went there all the time anyways, but we'd also go on our school field trips there and shit. And we'd always make it be like, asshole, fuck <laughs> face. Of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the move. I wouldn't have and, given them my real name if I knew he was going to speak it to me. Like, a, And then you get off that ride and go right back on Back to the Future again for like the eighth time. Oh, yeah. That was the ride. Yeah. Hey, guys. We've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh, yeah. You know it. I'm LeVar Burton. 
Oh, I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> Are you, though? Listen, guys, we, we need your help. Uh, to help keep the lights on, as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. In you fact, can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits... Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but I'll say for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, Patreon.com/slash/MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah, The yeah. tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie.